this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings, weary travelers, come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the unofficial Alushko's pages, with the first episode of 2023. I am your host, Arkanir Silvershield, and I am joined by, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Lotus of Doom, once again. How's it going, Yay, Lotus? I'm free! I'm free of that horrible dominion. <laughs> it's honestly the best month of <laughs> of the show. <laughs> oh man, I am oh man, I got thoroughly griefed uh as I had referenced between running with people uh for Gwen's birthday on the wrong alliance and I was just like oh my god, it was just uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Fun time with them. Terrible time being a Dominion. Um, I I did always try to give the other uh, EP people a good chance to murder the shit out of me uh, whenever, whenever the opportunity <laughs> arose. But uh, also, I get to go back to my wondrous glass armor. No input from you needed. I hate this. Uh, <laughs> so I also look like myself in-game again. It's, it's great. It's... Uh, a good balance to 2023 being a little odd out the gate. Also, it's kind of interesting that we're starting uh, our first show of 2023 like two weeks in. This is true, yes. Um, <laughs> so we are recording this on 12th of January. Um, slightly, slightly delayed off schedule. A little bit. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, life's been chaotic. I haven't been here for the last few episodes myself um thank you for just creating those episodes by the way and <laughs> hey appreciate you editing them makes my life easier to not <laughs> do any of that i mean i once again missed being on a show with loctavian i really need to like <laughs> we really need to get him happen. on the show when i can be here as well sometime i know at one point you and Locke will be on the show together yeah, yeah. There are a few people that I always manage to miss. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's insane. Uh, but hopefully <laughs> 2023 will be better on that regard. Um, we shall see. It, does, it, it, does, it doesn't help that the show time tends to be 
very late, especially on weekdays. But yeah. Right. But football season is ending soon, so maybe we can just go back to uh, the reasonable split between our time zones on a Sunday again. That seemed to work for a lot of people as well. Yeah, um, that would that so, would definitely work for me. I don't know about everyone yeah. else, but yeah, that's sure. like Sunday 10 p.m. my time, and definitely beats Wednesday 3 to 5 a.m. <laughs> oh god! Uh, take over a second. Boots is about to explode. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, my sure. wife just got back. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, I th- I don't think anyone on the show, even on audio version, would have been upset about seeing or hearing Boots go crazy. Boots being uh, Lotus's lovely, amazing puppy. Puppy dog. Um, but yeah, so 2023, uh, we just survived, I'm gonna say, 2022 uh, through about 30-something episodes. Uh, did, I wonder if we ever actually ended up talking about our Spotify stats. With the Spotify 22, uh, it's difficult to say years, but you get the idea. Like rap thing, but it was it was an amazing year. Um, we achieved things that we really didn't expect to. Um, things that we are proud of. We partnered with the unofficial other scrolls pages. Obviously, um, they've been absolutely amazing uh, especially with the extra life staff um stuff i mean we we did a recap obviously but like the 6500 plus raised we partnered with robots radio network uh with tom who you know from elder scrolls lorecast fallout lorecast all the other lorecasts that are out there um as well as like so many other amazing shows like Red Diamond Courier, great, basically, collection of absolutely fantastic podcasts. We got a community spotlight on Elder Scrolls Online's website. That was amazing. Uh, we got to do an interview and stuff like that. We celebrated our 300th episode, which is still insane. Um, I, I actually don't know what episode this is. Um, hold on. I... Give me a second. I need to figure this out. This is 330, I think, episode. Um, All right. Uh, welcome back. Hello. Yes, I was, I was just trying to save telling... everyone's eardrums from boots going on high alert. Yeah, I was just telling everyone how you had to run off um, and give a message to your old Mary Dominion correspondence. Show is um, over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just talking about how, like, in 2022, we like partnered with UESB, partnered with Robots Radio Network, yeah. got a community spotlight on Elder Scrolls Online's website. Yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, celebrated the 300th episode. Right. So, yeah, um, was talking about that. And okay, so this uh, is episode 330 because last episode apparently is to 329. It's getting difficult to keep track to of. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we really uh, should have originally thought this out and had like errors like they do in uh the Elder Scrolls or have like the third era of the podcast and stuff like that and we could have just done it every time we had a massive host switch. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been honestly like we could have done seasons as well earlier. Right, on, seasons. But nope. 
because we do that I at Lorecast. Think... Elder yeah. Scrolls Lorecast, we do seasons. This show, it's just all of it. Just all I mean, of it. At some point, it became too late to do do that, basically. Yes. Because no it one did. expected to reach 300 plus episodes. And then at right. some point it was like, oh man, there's a hundred episode. I, you know, wish we did seasons. And then it was like, oh, well, you know, we didn't do it until now, but yeah, I guess we'll just keep going like this. And then it was like, oh, it's 200 episodes, wish we did seasons. <laughs> and now it's like 300 episodes, wish we did eras. So yeah, at this point, exactly. this is going to, it's going to be like, oh man, episode 1000, wish we did millennia. I mean, <laughs> Oh, that's that's true. We could also, yeah, we could we could just claim a dragon break. That's also potential. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, All that right. could actually. All right. Yeah, that's lore friendly. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I mean, if we were gonna do an era, we should have done it right when we partnered with USB and Robots Radio Network at the same time. But that's now we passed true. that milestone as well. So now we'll have to. Yeah. No, Look for we keep missing the next all the important crazy milestones. Thing. Yeah, it, the, right. The, the next yeah. crazy thing, and then maybe twenty episodes after like, that happens, we'll be like, "Ah, oh, man, <laughs> yeah, oh, we missed another opportunity." Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what twenty twenty three will bring. We don't have any crazy plans because, as you know, we barely plan for a single episode at a time. Yeah, the most planning I do is just organizing guests, like which mm -hmm. is just more so trying to figure out a schedule when people can join us. That's mm -hmm. the only like because that's surprisingly complicated with, <laughs> you know, a million people's schedules in a bunch of different time zones that sometimes yeah. don't even make sense because we keep changing the rules on them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see where 2023 brings us and we'll see where 2023 brings Elder Scrolls in general, whether it be with ESO, maybe Elder Scrolls 6 news at some point this year, although I still doubt it. I think we are still yeah, a few I do, I years too, away. Especially because we still haven't even gotten Starfield yet. And yeah. That, we know that's... that's Maybe another three-second teaser. I don't know. That's like, true. Maybe this time <laughs> we get a different set of clouds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the last teaser of what, like, that was like 15 seconds and people figured out so many stuff from it. And I'm convinced also, that it's in Hammerfell. So if they do another 15 seconds, that's going to give us like another three months to talk about. Well, I was going to say, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the original trailer actually came out today, four years ago. Oh. Was it? I think, I think so. Just do a it quick also has, like, an YouTube search. I, I think it's some nonsensical amount of millions of views, too. And it is um, a, essentially a screensaver. It, 16 million views just on... <laughs> Bethesda's Woof. official account. Good lord. And it is no, it's June 11, 2018. Oh, oh, I guess it would have been E3. E3, that E3 makes sense. Yeah, yeah, E3. I must have just seen somebody bringing it up as of that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that wouldn't that I you know what actually might have been Elder Memes who made the, that joke that it was like, oh, they, it officially turned four because we're in a different year, but I was thinking it was because <laughs> of the day. But no, yeah. it clearly would have been on E3, right? So, yeah. So, yes, we've entered the fourth year that it's <laughs> been out. But yeah, we've got a little while before it technically turns four. 
I think that is the longest time. Um, what's his name? Bethesda ever kept the game. Just announced it and left it there. Well, that because very much for the last several games, their idea was well, Starfield is also in the same area, I guess, but. And, I, well, they did also announce Starfield, and it was intended to come out, like, a year later or something like that. The, the problem is, people hound them relentlessly. Mm -hmm. That still struck me as a, please shut the fuck up. Here, yeah. Look, we're working on it. Now, don't talk to us anymore about it. Like, yeah, that definitely felt like a begrudging trailer, more than, like, time to get the hype built. It was more like, shut up. Here's the thing. We told you we're working on it. Now, leave us alone until <laughs> it's done. Like I, yeah. I don't know. That was just the that was just the feeling I always got from that trailer. I was like, oh yeah, that's neat, but it didn't show anything. Well, I mean, and it did, but it didn't like explain, and it didn't look like a hype thing other than literally this game exists. Like mm. that seemed like what that trailer was just trying to prove. Like the game physically exists. Yeah, and like right now, I think we are three to four years away at least from Elder Scrolls Six, and ah uh, yeah. When we first got that trailer in E3, I said the same thing. We are four to five years away from Elder Scrolls 6. And it just keeps... It just keeps being four or five years away, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> like this. So back when the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages podcast was a podcast before it was us now being the UESB podcast, mm. um, I joined pylon in that on there and chat did not like my prediction of we will get um the elder scrolls 6 probably between uh 2033 and 2035 and i <laughs> keep saying the years keep going by and i keep getting closer to being right <laughs> i was really like all the way back before even that trailer when we were discussing this on tales with you know ag and everyone I, I was saying Elder Scrolls 6 would be, you know, at least 23, 24, 22, something along. The, I don't remember the exact dates we discussed, but we really thought it would be around this time. But back then, that time meant like six to eight years later. And we are in that time now. And yep. yeah, uh, friends it still of the show feels like over seven, and, uh... six years later. At a Skyrimatic podcast, <laughs> they actually, uh, if you listen to any of their old episodes, uh, Michael, the host, <laughs> makes a couple of comments like, oh, you know, you know, we've had Skyrim for like four or five years. He's like, you know, be interested to see maybe in like a couple more years when we finally see what they've got cooking. And it's now that episode is four years old. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, okay. When you look at that, it's like, oh my God, that is a... That really is a wild span of time in between these things. It's like, it's, it's, it's just wacky, <laughs> the time frame between these things. I just hope we get a good sense of uh, whenever, uh, supposedly, well, whatever, we'll get into the Bethesda thing in a minute, but mm -hmm. like supposedly Starfield's on the horizon, pun intended, I guess, space, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, you always kind of see what they're going to be doing with the next game. Mm -hmm. um, 
by seeing some of the systems implemented in the previous game. And it's been like a thing like that, alternating between originally Fallout yeah. and Elder Scrolls. So I'm really curious to see some of the stuff because that new engine, at least from what we've seen, looks very pretty. I'm hoping that it works really well or we'll something see. like that. We will Also, see. they still uh, can't do characters. They still can't do character they get art. The, yeah, with I've that always engine. heard it. <laughs> yeah, the uncanny valley, like weird sort of robotic sort of not thing. Yeah, it's just... Like, everything yeah. in Starfield trailers looks absolutely gorgeous. And then the characters come to the screen and it's like... <laughs> is it Fallout 4? Yeah, you said they, st <laughs> they still just... It doesn't click. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day, one day they'll figure it out. Oh. Or someone, uh, honestly, I hope Starfield comes with the similar mod support as the Elder Scrolls series do. Yeah. Um, and then someone will do it anyway. Like, <laughs> it will right, be modded right. pretty soon. Um, and Azurian in chat said, I saw a list of Bethesda release dates and it was surprisingly consistent in um, new big game every four years, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, and Starfield. Yeah. <clears throat> that. Thus track, if, yes. Yeah. So Which it's means like, it's, Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be earliest to 2027, and I don't like this. <laughs> I well, mean, so in relation to this, <clears throat> one of the things that we're going to be finding out exact details is, well, I mean, now that they're linked to Xbox... Mm -hmm. which is problematic for those of us playing on the salty, salty PlayStation platform who are just... <laughs> Man, I like that system. Man, I don't like how Sony acts because they're just obnoxious. Um, but the we've been curious on, like, when's something going to happen? When are we going to get some information? And sure enough, it's like it was destined to be, uh, for them giving us a, a breadcrumb right before we recorded, uh, the Xbox and Bethesda developer Direct is happening january 25th of this month um at 3 p.m eastern so one that's super useful information to have mm -hmm. especially in regards to like games outside the elder scrolls we're talking about you know other bethesda stuff other microsoft stuff obviously but eso we've been curious like okay when are we gonna hear stuff what's going mm -hmm. on it's very quiet which you know they usually are quiet we we joked about it in previous years they're quiet then we get a little tease then we get the big global reveal now we know the big global reveal is at 345 during this conference uh mm. so that's three three forty five uh eastern and eight forty five gmt by the way gmt yes um so we at least have i, I guess a, a a goalpost here on like okay well at bare minimum we get our information then and the last couple of shows have just been wild speculation fests and <laughs> reviewing the previous year because we know that there's the whole change up in the cadence coming so i'm really curious like what are they going to show us at this global reveal are people even remotely on the ball to what we're expecting um again we have the same kind of thoughts with um lock and avron and benefactor mm -hmm. as well as myself where it's like eh, telvani peninsula seems plausible like and it, with that like if they're gonna White bring spellcrafting 
Yeah. Why Tron? That's what I mean. It's like, uh, I, I would really like that. I think that would be very cool. Be curious to see what we actually get now that we kind of at least know that there's like something happening. I like their little hype cycle stuff. I know some people mm. are contentious about it, but it's like I'm kind of hoping that maybe some stream team members or something like that uh, end up getting some type of cool thing. Like I said, I'm always very pleased when they send me stuff. I'm always like, oh my God, like neat. I'm included too. I don't, I'm not a stream <laughs> team member. Like, what the <laughs> neat? Like, um, but just. I kind of like the little teases going in, and I've really liked that the last couple of years, one of the big things that I've kind of, like, mentioned, if you're going to do those, that's really cool, and I'm always honored to be included in them, but I really, really like it when then, if you aren't on one of these, like, promoted lists, because, you know, you do some type of content creation, put it in the store so people can still get them as collectibles, Mm -hmm. like, and I love that they've been doing that as of late. And it, I, I don't know. So I kind of hope they do something. And even if it doesn't include us, I can just buy it later or something like that. Because some <laughs> of those collectibles are really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I'm pretty hyped about this. I have the same potential problem as always with these things. I work when these things are out, so I will have to catch a recap. Yeah, uh, thankful. Thankfully, it's it's my evening, like late evening right. time. So. so it actually works out for you. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, I will uh, unless unless something happens and I have appointments cancel, I will be at work for this. So I need to just. <laughs> live vicariously through everybody on twitter until i can get home from work and then i'll watch it once i'm home for work but i'm I very mean, excited USB to see what they actually launch live tweets they do, as usual yes they do the so. live tweet by tweet thing which is always super useful so i'm really excited to just see what it is i'm very ready for just some of the stuff we're going to be mm-hmm. getting especially because uh the combat thing hasn't really been settled it's still kind of weird. Yeah, it was. It, I, it, I it feel like on we, a are, spot. we are looking to another major overhaul soon. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I, I don't want what. So this is my problem. So now I'm in like an even weirder problem than I was before. I'm tired. Like I had mentioned, and it's why I stopped progging a lot of my stuff. I'm tired of these giant sweeping overhauls. Mm-hmm. But I don't currently like where the combat sits super well in the game. So I'm like, well, you need to kind of overhaul it because I'm not a I, I'm not that big of a fan of like the the meta type thing right now. The only thing I will say that I am a huge fan of and I will I, I, I don't know whether I, I say I stand corrected or just I'm glad that there's something that i find fun not personally for me so far i don't know what the hell i'm doing with it and it just feels like a blundering mess when i've been trying to do it but i'm not fully specced out for it yet uh i'm almost hesitant to bring more attention to it but i mean it's not like we're the only people who've talked about this the Oakensole ring the most contentious of all of the rings Mm -hmm. and gone through its ten thousand iterations where some of them i loved and other ones i'm like what are you doing (laughs) um there is, which is ironic because it seems like they might have landed on something pretty solid, um, which is a surprise to me. It's more solid specifically for some classes than others, but 
there is a heavy attack sorcerer build using the Oakensole ring that hits like a truck. You are super durable. It is just like the rotation is like freakishly easy. It's so okay. simple. And it's just like heavy attacks and just like a skill in between your heavy attacks. And we were goofing around with it uh, over the past week. And it's just been like, I'm watching people have so much fun with it. I know a couple people who've gotten unchained with it okay. already. Like, it is just wild. And um, we we were actually goofing in Corollary, the hard mode. Um, somebody had never seen it. So we're like, oh, we'll just go into Corollary hard mode. We had a problem with, like, overburn just doing heavy attacks on them and me running around being like, ah! Like just trying to stay alive. <laughs> we didn't use a healer. It was just three heavy attack sorks. Like <laughs> I like the fact that it seemed but then the the thing is, which is the balance, it's super easy, but the ceiling isn't crazy high. It's mm. not like a, you can do 130k damage type of thing. It's like 90 to 100 type of deal. Okay. Uh, which is which is plenty you're you're gonna get your trifectas for the most part like that uh you know maybe not some dlc trials and stuff I like might, that i you might also need... get the wait you, do you have to be a sorcerer for it so no it does work with any class um it, it does it's just the sorcerers because of a couple passives hit harder because it builds into it with your pets I mean, it that, just it, benefits it might it be a more. good build to allow me to just burn through story you would, yes, 100%. Um, yeah, That's 100%, good to actually. Know, because I am two years behind on story, which you, is not uh, good. You, I haven't done uh, story in a long time. You come here I, in chat, uh, Oakensole Templar, my beloved. Mm-hmm. Big fan as well. That's uh, I'm not a good Sork. I'm not a good DPS on many things, actually, but I do love Templar. And the Oakensole Templar feels real good. Um, but yeah, I, I would suggest checking it out. There's tons of different builds on it. The problem and concern I have here is, again, this seemed to hit this weird sweet spot that was problematic where I was like, I love the idea of a high floor and a low ceiling for simple gameplay. That's mm -hmm. great. That makes it accessible. That is literally the accessibility that people have asked for and that they have said they're going for and some of the iterations of the oak soul ring i do not feel have hit that others i have this one seems to be hitting it for a lot of people ironically i am worse with this <laughs> than the other ones <laughs> but that's fine let me be the exception and need to figure it out but like other people who have mentioned like oh i don't do as much damage as you are are able to do more than me with this build perfect awesome great like that's yeah exactly what i like like that's the accessibility where it's like people don't need these complicated rotations no are you going to set world records with this probably not because the ceiling's lower but it gets you into that content with a simple rotation and then if you want to expand out you can but you don't need to mm -hmm. like if you're doing a sub 30 minute black rose prison with this setup you got plenty of damage you're you're <laughs> you got plenty of fucking damage you're good to go like so i i really enjoy this the only problem these are the things that usually get nuked <laughs> true and it's like i don't get so again this is 
starting to get speculative, and I don't want to speculate in a bad direction just because we get plenty of that day in and day mm-hmm. out from a lot of people. Uh, we don't, I, I have no interest in adding to that. But I really hope that it's f- changed some of the other stuff in the game to balance it back out, make it work, whatever. That's fine. That's in a sweet spot right now. If you want to work on a couple things to just fine-tune it a little bit, that's okay. Don't wreck this thing again. A lot of people are enjoying this. A lot of people are having fun with it. It is not meta, quote-unquote. So people aren't... It's not like everybody's got to do this type of thing. Mm -hmm. Just let people have an accessible build, because it seems like even though I kind of suck at it right now using that setup (laughs) with the heavy attack build... A lot of people are not like they're doing great with it. And it's actually really fun. I built a specific tank set last night solely around having three different people doing heavy attack with Oaken Soul <laughs> just because I was like, OK, well, you guys have 10 billion built in buffs. What the hell can I even provide? And I'm looking it up. It's like, oh, you guys already Yolacrin's no good here. Like we don't have yeah. that. So we're going to do <laughs> we're going to do Turning Tide and Saxiel with Nazare, but I think I might ditch Nazare so that we can bring in one of the new sets. And it's just like which one of the new sets increases heavy attack damage, so that helps Ooh, their yeah. build. So I'm like I love this, but the problem is I don't want to love this for 2 months and then it's taken out of the game. This mm-hmm. is the problem. Like it's the shifting that that bugs me and it's like that's what I'm concerned about as I'm kind of getting back into like I've had the itch to do prog stuff. Man, if I get like a month into prog stuff and everything gets gutted again, I'm just going to be like, dude, <laughs> this is exactly what the problem was. So fingers crossed yeah. that it's just a good direction continued on and they don't m- mess with wrecking stuff that's currently feeling good because there are a few things much to my pleasant surprise that seem like they're working for people even if mm. it's not super working for me the hell with me i can adapt <laughs> like whatever everything doesn't need to be for me like if everybody else is really feeling this thing that's cool like okay but let it sit let it stay because it seems mm. like this one might be a good one yeah i don't know like again <clears throat> i mean they did mention and we I don't even remember if it was with me that we talked about it or if it was with you and Loctavian or, or Aaron and Benefactor. <laughs> but basically, we talked about the um, the letter from Metfire, yes. right? So they, they are going to be shifting their development focus to more systems and features than story. Yes. So one right. less zone... Or a DLC, so no more zone DLC. Instead, yeah, we are we... going to get a gameplay system feature something. Right, um, not two DLC dungeon packs. We get the first DLC dungeon pack. Yeah. Which, granted, there's like, what, 54 dungeons in the game or some nonsense? I don't yeah. know, this is so many. I mean, the, the, the game right <laughs> so now, content-wise, yeah. is ridiculous. There is, I mean, I, I again, I am two year behind story. <laughs> and right. doing story was my main activity in ESO until at least we started doing like hard mode dungeons and stuff like that as mm-hmm. the untaunted but like I'm I'm behind I don't have I just simply don't have time to right. sit down and play like 40-50 hours of story content anymore <laughs> and immerse myself right. 
Um, so and I like I'm, them kind of condensing the, the 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 zone thing back into like a big zone rather than a zone, and then it almost feels like an artificial delay till mm-hmm. you get to the other zone because that I definitely felt like it it cuts weird, and I you know you can listen to the previous couple of episodes where I kind of bring up the fact that it's like when you pick up the story, it almost feels like an entirely different story until the epilogue where they're like oh by the way these two stories relate like this <laughs> and it's like okay yeah. because they have <laughs> so. to they have to make it in a way that like if you have dlc but you don't have the chapter it still right. should make sense and vice yes. versa but and then I it's feel like, like that, yeah that limits your storytelling capabilities quite mm-hmm. a bit so everything needs to be this uh what's the term milk toast or something like that i think where it's just well, like everything no right. i don't know it's gross it sounds gross uh but i think it it just means that it's like flat like everything's mm-hmm. just kind of like oh it's not super hot and it's actually not really ice cold either it's not yeah. like terrible it's just everything's lukewarm which yeah. sucks because i stand by the fact i loved high isle like i still like i know mm. it didn't land for a lot of people but i thought that was great i was a little more tepid i i liked fire song but i was definitely a little more like okay that yeah yeah that wasn't the same caliber that i thought high isle was to me um and people have had that for different ones all the time and it's you know writing's very subjective what you what you like and don't but it's just i feel like they might be able to do more if they're not constrained to that type of thing mm-hmm. so hopefully that does work for them type of thing yeah i'm i'm looking forward to the like a proper full chapter rather than a year-long Yes, I, like, I'm fine with the that The year-long too. story with Elsewhere was amazing. Like, when I, it was yes. first introduced, fantastic. Yep. It, it went really well. Yep, I really enjoyed that, yep. And then, I think one of the reasons I stopped, especially when my time constraints became, like, more uh, effective, I think the idea of year-long story is also what kept me from doing more story again I, in ESO. I don't think you're alone in that. I, I feel like... Right, I I get into it midway through, right? Okay, I have a weekend that I can do... I can play ESO and do story stuff. And then I have this gigantic obstacle in front of me, which is an entire entire year-long... Yeah, (laughs) rather than just, oh, okay, you know, I'll go into Vardenfell and just follow the story there. But when it's a year-long thing, it's like, okay, I have to do the dungeons... And then the chapter, and then the other dungeons, and then the DLC, and it's like, eh, right? That's exactly. for my poor one brain cell brain. That's too many steps now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to see what system they are gonna bring. Because to be honest, I haven't logged into ESO in a long time, especially with right. Untaunted no longer being a thing. Right. You guys haven't been right. running. I mean, yeah. yeah. Join the anti-prog so, club where just all frogs <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> I, I haven't done anything in ESO in a really long time. Pretty much since Tales of Tribute. Um, yeah. So which is, That's just it. I've at least gone through. I've enjoyed the story. I love the mm-hmm. Overland stuff. All that stuff. But yeah, I dropped off a cliff when it came to like progressing hard stuff, which I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. And I was just like, ah. So no, nah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the systems idea now. Or gameplay feature. Whatever they are going to bring. Because... Companions, for example, was something that pulled me back in for a good amount of time until mm-hmm. I 
hit level 12 with my companion. And then the grind And wall. the grind began. I was like, I'm not doing this because I, yeah. I am a pure tank. Okay. The top DPS I could do when Luna and Jen, which are like, and Kitsu, which are our untaunted, you know, top tier players, top tier DPS, all of them, got me sets, told me to farm stuff, <laughs> told me about rotations and stuff. I did like 25k DPS, okay? <laughs> so, grinding, farming that, like, companion level was garbage. So I leveled the other companion to 12, and that was it for yep. me. I was like, yep, I'm done with the companion We're stuff. We're all done. Yeah. Not, not gonna go any further than this. But it did pull me back into the game for a while, and it did make me do public dungeons and do, like, Black Rose Prison by myself, repeatable. Yep. Which I absolutely hate. I don't like doing mm -hmm. repeatable stuff. But right. it made me do that. So a good gameplay system has the potential to, I believe, bring a lot of people, or at least bring me back, which is what I care about, because, you know, I want to have more fun in ESO again. Right. Um, so I'm curious. A lot of people on Twitter has been saying spellcrafting. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... I feel that's... like we'll never see that happen. I feel like it's on the board somewhere, and it was never erased from a whiteboard. Yes. Like, it's in the corner <laughs> with Nick Conkle's notes under it, like yes. spellcrafting. Who hasn't worked and there a... for several years. <laughs> yeah, just scrabbles <laughs> under it. No one erased it. He doesn't even work there anymore, as you said, for the last, like, several <laughs> years. Right. But it's just there, you know? It's in the corner. So... I know, never everybody's, everybody's pretty hot on spellcrafting, and we got into a little bit last show on our wild predictions stuff, too. Um, you know, there's a lot of people predicting spellcrafting, and I thought that if we were ever going to get spellcrafting, it was going to be with the Greymore, mm. the Skyrim, the Western Skyrim expansion, because the Bard's College is right there. Mm -hmm. And instead, or not the Bard's College, sorry. Winters, well, the Bard's Win College yeah. is right there. College um, of Winterhold, But the yeah. College of Winterhold Winters is what I mean. College, Bard's College, yeah, Winter, oh, man. We, yeah, we're, we suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although Maddie's happy because he's still insisting on Bard's, and I've been mm -hmm. posting random ways that Bard's still make sense. But again, they, another example with something that I was surprised we did not get with that whole thing. But with Western Skyrim, yeah. there is the Bard's College. We didn't get a Bard class, which a lot of people wanted. Okay, whatever. People have been still shouting about Bard's. Talk to Maddie gone. Uh, then the spellcrafting thing, I'm like, okay, well, they've they've never said no, and that was an original idea, and it's complicated, I get it. But you've got the College of Winterhold. It's literally about crafting mm. spells. So I was like, that just seems like it would say, well, that didn't happen. We didn't even get the College of Winterhold. We didn't just get Winterhold, period. We just didn't yeah. even see that part of the map. It's like, all right. Um, so whatever, back out. Well, now we've got the um Telvani Peninsula or the Morrowind Mitten as I call it. Um and Telvani are always known as the Master Mages. So okay, like I can see the thought process of how it could sync up, but I, I don't know, like I would love it, um, mainly because <laughs> as people do know, I don't really give a crap about balance. I say, make me an overpowered monster and let me do whatever I want all the time. <laughs> I don't care. It's a video game. Um, so, <laughs> so the spellcrafting thing sounds like it would come out and be broke AF. Like I mm -hmm. cannot imagine trying to balance that thing. It doesn't seem to make any sense from that 
standpoint it just seems like it would be an absolute mess um or however, it's just going to be like a vanity thing like it's oh, it, yeah. it's not going to affect gonna the actual shallow. gameplay too much but it's going to be a vanity fun, fun right thing. it'll be super shallow um so i guess the other time would be now if they're going to do it two things on that one i think a lot of people might expect more than they are able to promise if it comes out so i think people mm. might unless it's some super ambitious thing or the vanity approach if you're gonna do a vanity approach you're just gonna upset people mm. maybe just don't <laughs> even bother at that point like i don't think that's the direction to go people would be wicked also they you can let me know if i'm totally off base as you actually are a programmer but like that is not a content update worth an entire season to me. That seems way too cosmetic and simplistic in the grand scheme of things. I mean, like, it that depends is... what they do with it. I mean, they could maybe do a system like Antiquities um, for spellcrafting. Well, sure. But what would it do if not affect combat, right? Like, what... R right. Is it just going to do memento point? stuff? Like... <laughs> You know, right. fireworks and, or whatever. It's that's not going to cut it, which, as you said. Which they kind of, sort of have implemented with the like different harvesting animations that is super mixed response to. Actually, it's mm -hmm. not even really mixed. People either don't care or don't notice. Like mm -hmm. um, that that type of thing. But it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm very curious. But they've also mentioned that it's a system people ask for a long time. Well, that that's a lot of things at this point. So it's really hard to pin down. I, I feel like spellcrafting in the SO community now has kind of became a holy grail of sorts. Like I, yeah. I think if they ever bring spellcrafting into ESO, it would be as a Hail Mary. Like it's like okay, we are we need the big gun now. Or, we need something or, to We've checked out of trying to have balance. So now everybody can get God Slayer in nine minutes because it turns out this <laughs> spell does 400 billion damage. It's like, woo! Not, not even that, but like as soon as they actually announce spellcrafting, that's going to create a lot of buzz. A massive, hey, because it's, it, it's been a thing from day one. Like since yeah, day one, we've been talking standing. about spellcrafting and never, it never. The most we saw was some sketches, and that right. was it. Back in yeah, and 2015 the, and, and or that, something. That, yeah, so, and at the QuakeCon thing, he was like, "And this is me calling in a fire atronach," and it was just like, "It's just like, yeah. okay, it's a fire atronach." <laughs> this is me calling in a storm atronach. Oh, it's a storm atronach. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> sure, like, whatever. But there's no context to any of that. Yeah. So that's um. why. I mean, one side of me is saying that all these. You know, the update 35-36 sort of put everything together and sort of yeah. merged, sort of streamlined the <laughs> yes, very, classes, very combats, and everything. Yeah, homogenized, yeah. Yeah. Now, one side of me is saying that could be a base for spellcrafting. Because if you want okay. to... So you can't... If you try to balance... Both spellcrafting, which means if they go with what it was originally intended as, sure. everyone can create weird custom stuff. So there's right. going to be a massive variety just because of and the then combinations. Would it be split more. Type and of then thing? if you try to balance it on top of an already um, split like 
classes, roles, yeah, classes. weapons, yeah, right. skill trees. If you mix two very customizable systems, you get nightmare in your hand. There's right, the, magic-based, magic stamina-based, uh, weapon power-based, spell power-based. It's just like yeah, there's, so many variables. Yeah, there, there's no math to cover that. So <laughs> may, maybe, maybe update 3536, the whole homogenization of combat in ESO was so that simplifying that one side to the point that if you add this spellcrafting customization on top, then it makes sense again. And yeah, it's the, the more manageable. Make... Yeah. So sure. that could be it, maybe. But that's my visual thinking. Yeah, no, I mean that that makes sense the way you explained it. So like I I could see it being plausible. I don't know if it's mm -hmm. going to be probable. Like, who knows? We we've got to wait until <laughs> the twenty-fifth. And then to be fair, then we have to wait for the PTS before we even find out beyond that. So it's like usually the PTS is yeah. pretty shortly thereafter. But like even beyond the reveal, it's gonna be like a week or two of them giving you bits and then we actually get to get our hands on it. So I am mm -hmm. I am super, super excited and uh oh, I hope very, we, we do another uh, hands-on Oh my Review god, I would. Year. <laughs> Dear Gina, please let us have yeah. early access so we can mess <laughs> with the stuff and I can spend two hours. And then my review uh, when asked questions was I literally don't understand this card game. And then when it goes to live, I'm like, this game's great. I super love this. Because <laughs> I was a dumpster yeah. fire trying to figure that out. I was like, what is this? And then I ended up liking it. Yeah. Um. We'll, we'll see. And but... obviously, uh, what, what it's kind of obvious, I guess. But one thing to mention is, uh, go to Twitch.tv/slash Bethesda. I mean, probably it'll be on YouTube and everything. Mm -hmm. But it for the global reveal, yeah, it's you know, it's listed on the announcement. It's Twitch.tv/slash Bethesda, but I'm sure it'll be pretty much everywhere. Bethesda, yeah. and Microsoft, and all that stuff. So. Definitely check it out. We will be check. Well, you'll be able to actually check it out. I'll be getting updates and then checking it yeah. out post stream. <laughs> I actually, I, I'm, I'm, I haven't checked, but I'm gonna check if we can do a restream as well, sort of co-stream oh, it. They usually, um, yeah. I was the... gonna say we can double check, but they almost always like yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure that 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 would be a thing. So we can all kind of like watch mm -hmm. it. Oh, maybe I can tune in during work or something like that. But yeah, yeah, very excited to see what we will actually get. You know what I want to get. Two-way PvP in ESO, please. Oh, like please. capture the relic, but not not three teams, like, not, not three, three teams, teams, just six versus six, four versus four. Dump totally the other team, that. please. Yeah, us. If, if you if you're gonna do free, like I I I think it works fine with team deathmatch. That's kind of interesting. Like that's not a big deal. I don't like but that either. Object. Well, I I'm I I mean I would prefer two teams as well, but um I'm I, the team deathmatch one at least I can fundamentally see the other modes I'm just like, dude, no. Like, there is, it's so many times. It's like I totally your team is this. trying I their totally hardest. Agree. One of the opposing team is trying their hardest, and one of the 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 last team decides to just sabotage a random group. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, like, because again, the way the rewards are done, you're not you're not fighting to win, you're fighting to not lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
which is not good game design as far as I'm concerned. Like that's when you're fighting not to lose, the second you find out who's in last, it's more advantageous to more people to just extra pound that team into the dirt than it is mm. to battle it out for first place because the difference between getting your daily reward from first or second or third, well, first gets a reward, second gets a reward, third gets effed. So it's like, <laughs> okay, well then just fight not to be third. It's like, and then once first and second are in place, it's easier to just dunk on the team in third to make sure they stay in third because mm. <laughs> it's like, so you force this weird alliance thing. Like, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, don't I like definitely the want way a three teams two plays way, out. Two it's way fine. PvP in ESO. It's that's, fine that's for in Cyrodiil. my top wish lists. Like I, I like the three way alliance fight in Cyrodiil. Oh yeah, of course. Not for Cyrodiil. battlegrounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but battlegrounds, I a hundred percent agree with you. It it needs to be revamped into a two teams, um, yeah. completely. Yep. I don't know what else I want other than that. Also, I'm, if I'm thinking. I don't know why we're talking about pvp like this is like high on the list of things that's going to get first revamps but like <laughs> in, just in regards to battlegrounds as well you got to give more credit to supports it's mm. it's it, everything is about being a damage dealer in it like oh i got all these kills so i got all these points for our team and whatever but it's like dude yeah. you have a pocket healer or something in that it's like cool i got i I'm dead last because I have one death and I have uh, zero kills. And yeah, I've done 2.3 million healing, but I got one medal <laughs> for that, that for healing a bunch. It was like, all right, this makes me look like a scrub. It's like, well, okay, no one, <laughs> that's lame. Yeah. Like, they, there should be more credit for that shit. But I guess we'll see on 25th. But yeah, that, sure that, that is going to be a long episode because not only are we going uh, to have yeah. all the ESO news. We are going to have all the Bethesda news as well. And we all know we are not going to be able to just stay on ESO topics. So we're going to talk Starfield. We are going to talk whatever Bethesda <clears throat> is cooking. Um, yes. So, yeah, also, the episode after 25th is going to be a lengthy uh, one. Yes. Also, for the follow-up ones, there's several people we've been talking to kind of oh, behind yeah, the scenes that uh, I would really, really like to have some people we haven't had guests yet come talk about the upcoming year type of thing too so mm. i feel like post reveal there'll be a lot of discussion to be had with the yeah <laughs> so i guess yeah that's pretty much the news we have yeah, stay tuned so. kind of thing um also oh yeah this is gonna be a short episode where we are mm -hmm, 50 you know, minutes <clears throat> Yeah, gonna just <laughs> talk about the news, and it's 50 yeah. minutes in, and we haven't even gotten to our break and tales yet, so... Perfect. Well, at Which, least that'll be less involved. <laughs> true, true. And, um, that's it, yeah? We, we covered it? Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's pretty much all we had to cover, yeah. Okay, so since... relatively quiet. Yeah. So since we haven't... Especially I haven't been here, and because I have access to all the, the mails and reviews and stuff, uh, account-wise, I really need to give you those links, by the way, so you can I check them out as yeah, well. Yeah, I should probably we, have a backup supply of that, so that way yeah, either I, one of us hosting, we can actually We do talk it. about this every single time this happens, and then we don't mm -hmm. do it every single time And then we immediately get distracted, yeah. 
Yeah. Got it. Uh-huh. So, um, but yeah, we have a backlog of shout outs and reviews and emails to go through before we take a break and then go into our tales. And I'm going to start with the UESP Patreons, of course, um, who are supporting us over at patreon.com slash UESP for some absolutely fantastic physical rewards there. Most of yes. which, I think all of which we have given away on um, Extra Life Marathons as well <laughs> yes. of the past which, month. As an update, as I've been talking to a lot of you uh, recently, and I know um, Dave from the UESP has as well, uh, your stuff is kind of, we we making sure everything was finalized properly just to make sure everything was mailed out correctly and all that stuff. So your stuff is en route. Uh, you know, you've either talked to me or Dave or both to kind of finalize to make sure all your stuff is coming because we want to make sure everybody who won gets their stuff. Mm. Uh, so stay tuned. You should be getting packages soon. And obviously, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate. Hit me up if you need. And I, even if I don't have the answer, I can I can talk to talk to Dave and uh, try, try to get you answers for everything. But uh, yeah, no, just wanted to say thank you for all that. So more, all that stuff is incoming to you soon, hopefully. Yep. And man, we gotta start planning for extra life twenty three ahead of time if we want to tap last uh, top last year. Uh, yeah, I don't um, know how we're gonna top that. That was <laughs> that was off the rails. Yeah, we got, we really we really gotta start thinking about some stuff. But anyway, so um, this is an entire uh, this is this is the past month of uh, USB shoutouts basically uh Ban Barefoot Relevance 123 Jonah Cody Pavel Ray Royal uh Lugiban. I'm going to butcher most of these I'm sorry uh, it's Valcar- a terms of endearment at this point that we yes. ruin your name <laughs> <laughs> lovely sarcastic slappy sand gentleman Silvio Bonar Tyvan uh wait Ivan Teslock uh, Amber P, Jim Kun two two one, Andrew Corey. Thank you all so so very much for the support over at USB.com. Yeah, USB.com or Patreon.com slash USB. It is much appreciated. They're all interchangeable. And we hope you enjoy your rewards and everything like that. And, and our terrible again, pronunciation of your name. Yeah, and and me reading your name. Um, <laughs> definitely enjoyable, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> That brings us to another uh, five-star review from iTunes, and this one is from uh, Lolly, and it says, Real Words, Real Podcast, as the title, it's a five-star, and it says, Still the best DSO content, thanks for everything you guys do, love it, thank you very much, really appreciate it, and it does help people know that these are real words, and this is a real podcast. It's true. (laughs) It is is definitely much appreciated. On top of that, uh, for anyone who wants to reach us uh, through with a message, anything, we do have an email as well. That is talesoftarmialpodcast at gmail.com that we read in this section. Although, again, uh, we haven't done so in the past. <laughs> Sometimes a little delayed. Time. Sometimes <laughs> a little delayed, yeah. Uh, so, for example, this one is from December 6th. Uh, yeah this is sorry (laughs) and i sent these to lotus as soon as they arrive because they're always so great i'm like look what message we got i know we're always so entertained and then when it gets to showtime we're in such a panic to organize stuff yeah unless it's like slow prep time 
we never managed to organize this part. <laughs> yeah, like, if I just put them into the show notes and then tell yes. Lotus to, hey, check the show notes for a nice message we got, this problem would be solved. But I immediately but in, just yeah. take a screenshot of it and send it to Lotus. Like, look at the message we got. I know, so, we, get, we get all excited. We're like, oh, look at this awesome thing that we got <laughs> sent type of thing. And then it's, you look at our Discord DMs and it's all these random things. And it's like, <laughs> why didn't we put any of these in the show notes when we just got them so we mm, would remember? Yeah. So one <laughs> we of did the things, it this time. <laughs> yeah, one of the things we'll aim to do better in 2023 is this. Yeah, uh, more timely with our responses. Yeah. Yeah, so this is from Mike San Clements. It's from December 6th. Uh, this is, Hi guys, I just want to say thanks again for the great post podcast. I've been listening for a few years now, despite only having played about two hours of ESO total. I do love the other Elder Scrolls and Fallout games, though. Anyway, listening to your podcast and your Twitch streams was a great escape during peak pandemic times, and I still enjoy it now. So thanks for all of your efforts. Basically, you guys and your friends, Avron, Maddie, etc., all, uh, all seem super cool, and I appreciate what you are doing. Also, Lotus, I think you should stream more often after Daggerfall. Take care, guys, and happy holidays, my. Thank you very much. And I'm. It, it really makes us happy when people mention that you know the show gets them through. The work days, yeah. through pandemic times, through basically any times, good or bad. Uh, it is the reason we don't limit ourselves to a one-hour show, despite every stat showing that you should not record over an hour for podcasts. But <clears throat> Literally, uh, yeah. It's, uh, on that note, <laughs> literally every single type of analytic, except our end stream like year recap that we get from like Spotify and stuff like that mm -hmm. says this show should not work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it literally just is constantly brought up. This, well, you don't want it to be too long. You don't want this to happen. You don't want, this is, this is more problematic. And it's like, we basically check every box on how to not really do it mm -hmm. correctly. And as a result, all of you are endlessly uh, supportive of us, and we're so glad to hear that you enjoy it, and whatever. We'll be the odd duck that's like, okay, well, here's this one weird podcast that doesn't fit the mold, but I enjoy that as the one weird podcast that I listen to, or whatever. I'm happy to fill that role if it helps people, and like, just like we had our thing when we were talking about it, it's like, being up in the top 5% of followed podcasts on Spotify and stuff like that. It's like, man, when you do apparently everything wrong and that's the results you get, uh, I'm <laughs> glad that so many people enjoy us doing it wrong because that's mm. that, that I'm just happy that other people are entertained by it. Cause that's kind of the point of these things. So yep. I, whatever I'll live just doing it wrong and having people enjoy the wrong show or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah yeah and it, it honestly even if we want to try to keep it to one hour between the two of our constant dumpster fires and always distracted brains this is easier for us as well and this is like yeah, our right. our shoot the shit time as well between absolutely all the hosts like without a doubt <laughs> yeah this is this is our excuse to just have have a good time together and. Glad, Same reason yeah, I, glad I it works for specifically else as well. tried to like tackle getting guests to join us like semi consistently 
just because it gives us an excuse to talk to people. Like, mm, like yeah. that was where I was like, I want to talk to Locke about this. So Locke, can you join on the show? <laughs> and that, that Matt, Maddie gone. What, what is your opinion on this? Avron, what do you think about this? Benefactor, enlighten us with some really cool lore stuff mm. that's really esoteric. All of these things, it's just like, that's, that's half the fun type of deal. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I'm glad I mean, that people enjoy it as much as we enjoy making it. Tales <laughs> has been sort of my way of chatting to people I fanboy about for a very long time. <laughs> like, you get them on the show as a guest. And then, <laughs> so it works. It works. Uh, we have one more mail, and this is actually about. I think this was after your episode with Locke, uh, December twenty nine. I think, I think this is on the topic that you all discussed with Locke. But um, this is from uh, Payne. It says, "Hello, Tales team. Last week on the podcast, you all talked about the letters and the end game player versus the casual player versus the PvP and such." Mm -hmm. Was this the episode between you and Locke. I, or with with the lock? Yeah, I I think it was. I think we had started it, and Locke and I continued it. So I think it was kind of like a combo of it, all of it type of deal. Could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think no I memory. think that might have been. Again, <laughs> you got seven hours of podcast that I'm trying to remember from a month ago. <laughs> like, um. So I wanted to give you my perspective on it a little. I am new to ESO CP400. I came from World of Warcraft where I was a high-end PvE player clearing Mythics and 20S plus for M plus. I don't know what those mean because I never played World of Warcraft, but uh, I assume I they are hard like, mode stuff. Yeah, I, I think like the, the, the Mythic plus is like Vet or vet hard mode or like vet hard mode oh, hard yeah, mode yeah. like i think the pluses like are just the level of mythic difficulty and i think you you unlock them by keys if i understand correctly that makes sense yeah um so i moved to eso because of the whole blizzard stuff and then my friends decided to play while i'm an endgame player in what i want uh, what I think the casual player uh, items are wait hold on i lost track of the sentence I'm an endgame player in what I want. I think the casual player items are something that is keeping me in ESO. Antiquities, Dells, Overland, and questing are the things uh, I can do when my friends are not online. As you all state, uh, the non-endgame players will gatekeep endgame stuff. I have found that extreme... I have found that extremely true with trying to get into veterans and hard mode pro groups because if I don't have the kill or dps they aren't interested in having me and i am a warden healer so i cannot imagine what a dps has to deal with when i say it's a learning run people are so quick to push me away but if i haven't gotten the kill uh, or i guess the achievement the uh if i haven't gotten to kill the boss then it has to be a learning run right very interesting that no matter uh, the MMO, it's all the same. I am even in I am uh, even in a training guild, but no one wants to proc fights. They either want the kill or don't want to run. I'm on PC, so still looking for a guild to proc because right now we have to find time for four adults to come together and proc it with my <laughs> friend group, which is yeah, that's like the, uh, the most biggest problem. Uh, the biggest problem. Ab yeah. Absolutely, and, uh, roster proc is the hardest proc. <laughs> And I think it's true that I guess it's the fate of MMOs with every MMO having a different degree of gatekeeping to content. 
Um, but I, I think it's the fate of every MMO that people... Or rather, some people do gatekeep the endgame stuff or just want people who are already cleared the runs to do the runs. I don't know. Like, the only prog stuff I did has been on, uh, like, untaunted stuff Mm -hmm. and raids uh, led by Luna with the, uh, the Dungeoneers. And they were just amazing people so i never ran into that problem but i also never attempted um like sun spire hard modes or like yeah ma Florcage hard mode or things mm-hmm. like that so i've always been more condensed within our own group whenever we find the time type of prog stuff and yep. never actually okay we are attempting this weekly at this time type prog stuff so this this is most sort of your area, really. Yeah, it it can definitely get difficult. Um, I'm not super great at it, so I <laughs> wish I had some type of magic solution because we're we we run into that all the time. Scheduling is really difficult with this stuff, unfortunately, unless you have all the time in the world or this is your job or something. But even still, even if it's like your job to play games, a lot of it relates to, well, you got to market yourself and you got to edit stuff. And it's not even just like you can just play games forever type of deal. Um, so like, unfortunately, having time restrictions, is, it's, it's very hard. And it's, I, I sort of joke that roster prog is the hardest prog, but it's sort of actually practicing something to get better at it is one thing. But when you're trying to find a consistent team, you're not even practicing to get better at it. You're stuck at step one, trying to get <laughs> to the actual part where you can practice the thing. And I always find that's the trickiest thing. Um, I'm just starting, we'll get into it in my tales, but I'm starting to like try to get back into, well, not wild stuff, but like, okay, I want to prog some stuff again. I miss doing trifecta mm-hmm. stuff or whatever. Um, but, but finding a time that works for me and for dungeons, okay, it's a little easier to get three people than it is to get 11 other people. Yeah. But even still, like, Arthrasian Slayers, who we went through and got pretty much everything, not anymore, now we don't, but, like, we <laughs> went through and got all of our style, all of our trifectas on. Time, like, we just don't have a synergistic time. Like, we literally don't have a time because one of the people who have is a different job schedule, so they work super early in the morning. Another one is taking care of their kid until a certain time. And then there's, like, I do a bunch of other stuff outside. It's like, it just doesn't work, like, at the Mm -hmm. moment. So it's not that we don't want to run together. We still have fun, like, running together, even if we're just doing whatever. But timing is is so problematic. And then when you want to do stuff, you know, like trials and stuff like that god slayer planes breaker <laughs> swashbuckler yeah. supreme like uh tiktok tormentor god's you know any of these things they're a big practice commitment and require mm-hmm. skill and practice to do which is something you can work at but trying to find a team can be a problem then mm-hmm. okay you have a team but are people late? Are people inconsistent? Do you need subs a lot? Well, then it shifts everything up again, where it's like one of the things that I actually find more frustrating than not having a team 
is having an inconsistent team, as ridiculous yeah. as that might sound, where people show up late and it's like, okay, well, you have a two-hour segment usually for prog teams. Well, it starts 15 minutes late. And then mm. people want a 10-minute break or something. And then it's like, okay, well, now we're down to an hour and a half. Okay, well, if this thing's super challenging and people are new to it or whatever, it's like, okay, well, it's going to take reps. But you're getting less reps because you're getting less time. And then mm. you don't have consistent reps with the same people, so you learn how to play together if you have people subbing out each week. And it's just like, it's it's hard to not get frustrated by it. It's super fun when it works. But it's this disconnect that unfortunately... I feel like, and I, I don't know if there is even an answer to it other than like we need to all be allowed to just have more fun in life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some of the fun that I've had with these things is some of the most fun I've had in video games. Mm -hmm. However, the amount of pieces that need to fall into place, some of which are kind of out of your control at points, is monumental. Um, yeah. And I feel like the more they click into place for you, oftentimes those people seem to look at the experience of progging as a lot more fun than people who don't have that happen or have run with teams that are shitty, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Because, again, you also have difference in personality. So 12 people, yeah, the odds all 12 of them are going to continue to get along. That's <laughs> that is awesome when that happens. And that yeah. really, really makes it very different. So it's like I I very much play games for fun, even though I like challenge while having fun. And there's that balance where some people get way too serious. And it's like, I don't you don't even seem like you have fun <laughs> doing this anymore. Why are you doing this? And other people, that level of commitment isn't for them, which is also fine. In fact, that's a way bigger portion of the community. So Stick at it. Uh, hopefully you, you get something that works out type of thing. Um, I've just needed to learn to be very, very patient when it comes to forming these teams and stuff like that. And they won't always work. But if you ever have the pieces click and they do work, it they can be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that, I could have... No, I wouldn't have been said any, able to say any of that because, again... <laughs> I, I, I've never done a trifecta. I've never done a proper trial prog. So, yeah. Dungeons are my thing. Well, were my thing. <laughs> Maybe one day again. So, <laughs> that brings us to the end of the first segment of the show. Uh, we are going to take a quick break here. We'll be back in a moment with our tales. And your tales, if you want to mention your tales live, or if you have told us your tales on Discord, and we will be back shortly. Have a good one, see you in a minute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. Hope you all enjoyed that one minute 
break of ads <laughs> on the uh, on the recorded version. And uh, if you go to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Tales of Tomriel, there was about, that break was about, what, 20 minutes? Of yeah, something just like that. random rambling. So that's one of the reasons, if you're interested, to watch the live show or check us out on Twitch. Because, yeah, b b the one minute break with our brains tends to be a whole random show within itself. With all that said, though, that brings us to the main segment of the show, which is Tales. But before I let Lotus start his Tales, we actually have Community Tales. Because yeah. after guesting on um, the Tent Divine podcast with Raven and Shanty, and going into their Discord, I saw that they had a channel there in their Discord for people to share their own tales and like share their own activities and talk about the weekly discussion topics if something is set ahead of time and i asked if i could steal the idea and they said yes go ahead so i stole the idea so if you are on our discord you can now share your tales as well to uh, for us to basically talk about on the show here or, if you're joining us live, you can always do that uh, live as well, in chat, as you have always been doing. That said, we do have one Tales, because I just did a very short notice of, Hey, we are going live tonight! Literally this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is from Shanty. And now I... Be, what we talked about earlier, about Oakensoul is why this now makes sense. Because I was wondering why Shanty has been farming the Oakensoul ring after all this time. <laughs> so he said, I've decided to go for the Oakensoul ring after seven months of stoutly ignoring it because, quote-unquote, I'm too casual. And in the past two days, I've farmed four of the five leads and they did. All I need to do now is level up my antiquities to seven, which is currently six, and farm the Wents before I go scrying the leads. How difficult is that last one? The, the scrying uh, one? It's a, I never really thought too much of it. Uh, the only real problems that I have with any of the stuff, because I love antiquities, it's just the RNG portion of mm. that stuff makes it so... <laughs> Batman's hollow. <laughs> Oh, dear God. <laughs> it's so subjective on how people, like, remember the thing, where it's like, uh, a lot of people, the big holdup is the um, the lockbox in Blackwood, um, mm. <clears throat> which some people had a way harder time to deal with than I did, whereas I, my big problem was the two easiest ones, which was collecting uh, Glenumbra blacksmithing nodes and killing literally anything in Malabator. And those were the two hardest ones for me. And most people were like, oh, I spent like five seconds on that or 10 minutes <laughs> at most. It was like, cool, those took me literal hours. So, yeah. Apparently, Shanti uh, got his T-Wing one, the lockbox one, in three tries. So he three That's... tries in five spots I checked for the boxes and he got it. Yeah, see, mine was longer than that, but that's, like, really, really good. I think mine was, like, eight or nine or whatever, but I'm, oh, like... Okay, that's still not all super people, bad. No, it's really, it really wasn't that bad. I was doing it in between trials, actually. We were... Every well, time we would port out, I would just... 
I specifically was in front of a um, what was it? I was specifically in front of a lockbox, uh, mm-hmm. like where it could potentially could spawn. So when we were doing a prog, every time we would get a death, we were doing reset on death. Um, and I kept teleporting to a person rather than teleporting to a location so that when I would leave the instance, I would spawn right back where I was. Oh. So I would respawn back right in front of the thing. And if it happened to be there, I would pick it and then go back into the trial. And that was actually how I was doing. That's, that's such an optimized process. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because at the end of the night, uh, when I got it, one of the people in my trial ran into the building and was like, wait a minute. I was like, gotta go. Because <laughs> they were in my group. I was like, uh, bye. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Yep. So that now, was, that was my approach. An hour to get to all console for Kaimar. Wow. Okay. Wow. I don't think I ever got anything in an hour in ESO. Like nothing I ever wanted. I got in an hour in ESO. The longest thing that I got in ESO is the goddamn dragon shield from the battlegrounds, which took me about eight months to get. I remember that. Or maybe more. What was the piece you needed out of Fang Lair before we had curated drops? That's also a shield. That was a shield too, right? Yeah. It's always a shield. What was that set called? The one that gives stamina, like resources, more resources back on heavy attacks. Yeah, Ul- I don't remember. Ultron? Not Ulnor's, Ultron. Ulnor's favor? Ul- Ulnor's favor, yeah. So yeah. The shield of Ulnor's favor, I got after 50 plus runs of Fanglayer back to back. That was, that almost broke me. Ulfner, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank oh, you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Just one shield. I tested the builds after got, getting my shield. I tested it for like an hour. Dropped it in my bank. Never used it again. Because it was garbage. So, yeah. I'm now yep. having flashbacks. Sometimes that off, also happens. <laughs> off, off my ESO grind. Yep. Curated well, drops is some oh of the God, so good. best everything they've ever done and they should have done it in 2014 april 4 <laughs> the launch day of the game <laughs> to save me so much pain over the years oh man such a good system all <laughs> games need to do that because then it it limits how long rng can grief you you can be lucky yeah. still and that can be fun but worst case scenario you'll only be lo- unlucky for so long which yeah. i love um so that was Shanty's Tales, Oaken Soul. Yeah. And now, after talking about it today, I kind of want my Oaken Soul as well, but I don't have the Dude, time I... for it. Maybe I'll get it in yeah. an hour as well. You never know. Yeah, maybe you'll just get real lucky. Or you can do something like you walk... lucky. <laughs> I, yeah, you got that, you got the, the, the drop, you, you won the uh, Griffin and the, uh, the, the Guar, remember in that ESO giveaway? You got your hoodie. That's the, the thing. Guar, like, I, I do, I go through life super unlucky and then in a in key moments i think i channel all that unluckiness but yeah i did win the eso care package out of like twelve thousand people just yeah, clicking a lot of, just, yeah, clicking. just clicking yep. the, the freaking clicking event giving oh an God, entire community mess. carpal tunnel through a yep. single stream mm-hmm. i'm glad they never did that again so many mouses yes. just lost their just, lifespan yeah. 
Is like, just, yeah, this, all this the mouse has very loud 100,000 click life. <laughs> and then one ESO reveal stream later, it's just, this is broken. Unless they want to pair with somebody like Alienware or Corsair, they'll sell so many replacement <laughs> bikes. <laughs> the genius idea, idea for you there. Yeah. Um, all right, what are your tales then, Lotus? So, funny enough, I have my first tale that I'll throw out, because I've actually got a few things that have happened since the last show. Um, <clears throat> I have an RNG-related one, because, you know, I can't say enough good things about RNG. <laughs> I uh, was messing around with the new Druid deck now that I had gotten it from completing the story. Um, if they do, well, one... I made reference before. They cannot leave this few. They, they they cannot have nine decks. They cannot do it because now they're all off centered on the screen, and it drives me crazy because there's just a blank spot and they don't sync up right. And they they need to add more decks to the game. I, even hmm. one more. They just can't leave it all crooked like that because nine doesn't make any sense in organization. It, just, <laughs> ah, it I can't handle it. Um, but whatever. Um, that aside, the new deck is pretty interesting. Um, I like it. It's it's very unique compared to the other ones, which I thought was impressive how differently it plays. Uh, but like with all of that, I, I didn't like being forced to go through the story to get the last piece uh, because oh. I just wanted to kind of play it originally. I get it, but like I, I, I wish they would just let you get because you could get everything except one of the deck fragments by doing overworld stuff, world bosses, mm -hmm. whatever. And then you had to get to a certain point in the story in order to get it. So that's why it took me so long to get it, because I hadn't done Fire Song story originally. But whatever, I got it. Uh, I went through, got my like game achievements out of it. But one of the things is upgrading your cards. Mm -hmm. Two of the upgrades come from getting the two play-based achievements, like use the patron 10 times, use the patron 10 times to do, or five times to do this, summon this card, whatever the achievement is. They uh, vary different ones for different decks. So this one has two achievement-based ones, which I got both of those. The other two are the clues you get to get more. Uh, there's two clues. The clues are random. Oh, no. They are RNG-based, um, and I heard that they were designed around, uh, like, uh, doing your dailies. They give you a little coffer. Mm -hmm. It could be in the coffer. Oh, no. Well, Don't yeah, make me do dailies. I hate dailies. So it turns out I didn't get either of mine from the daily quest, um, which I didn't know was a thing but maybe i just misread it but i'm having I, a roller coaster of emotions here it's i know it's all over the place so was i with <laughs> what happened is my buddy uh rick was like hey you want to uh play tales or whatever i was like sure why not i was like have you seen the new deck yet and he was like no i was like cool we'll queue at the same time in casual match so that we can just match against each <laughs> other and get credit because they don't give you credit if you just do a private match which mm. is stupid um and they're trying to prevent boosting or something and there's no leaderboard it's a casual match who cares yeah. uh, just give a reward for playing the game uh, I, like whatever i assume they don't want people to just resign a billion times i don't i don't care about that stuff but whatever um so we we just queued at the same time took a couple tries we found each other we just wait for the ping to be at the exact same time and then we'd accept otherwise <laughs> if the pings are slightly off we're like no it's probably not you so we have a private match against each other and we're like let's do two out of three so we play, and he beats me in nail-biter ones. One of them, he beat me by one point, 
And the second one, we went into quadruple overtime, which he ended up oh, managing to nice. beat me. I was like, God damn, man. I was like, I, <laughs> oh, for two, I got, I, I got smoked today. But, um, I, I use the new deck because again, it's shared. You share the four decks. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you can, he hasn't completed the story for the last part. So I was like, you can just see the deck because I'll use it and then you can play with it. Um, so had a couple good games, decently fun. Um, and first reward he gets for like the win a daily match that you get just like kind of like uh do a random dungeon if mm -hmm. you do a random tales game you get a little gift box too yeah and he got one first box he opens since loading the game since firestorm he's like oh i got a clue i was like are you kidding me he was like no he's like mm -hmm. i got I got a clue. He's like, I don't even have this deck yet. I was like, God damn it. I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, it'll give you the clue even if you don't have the deck. So you can just, you already have it. It's like, oh, sweet. He was like, yeah, that's pretty nice that they did that. I was like, pretty nice that they did what? He's like, well, that it automatically gives it to you. I was like, that is not how it works. You're just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and he was like, oh, Oops, <laughs> it's like, I have been trying, and at this point I was like, that was day 11 for me, making sure to play a Tales game every day, and I was doing my dailies to make sure that I got the drop boxes from the, the gifting box from doing the daily Tales thing, both against the AI and against other people. And I was like, yeah. I haven't gotten one of those things yet. It's like... <laughs> I'm not okay with this. Innocent, innocently oblivious, lucky person. <laughs> yep. Behavior. <laughs> so, so, so hit, under his impression, it's like, oh yeah, it's super easy. I was like, I can't believe you got that. I have been trying to get this for going on two weeks now. I was like, God. So, <laughs> whatever. The following day, I play a game. And I get one eventually. Like I was doing my dailies like always. And at one point during it, I got like one of my rewards. I got one. I was like, oh shit, I got the thing. I was like, sweet. Maybe it was good luck that he got it. Like maybe that's what it was. So I was like, well, now there's only one more. Like I've just got one more clue that I need to get. So I go and get that one. The following day, <laughs> I log in. I grab my dailies. I queue. I find a match. I join the game before anyone picks a deck, my opponent quits. <laughs> oh. But it technically counts as a win because they accepted the match first. Mm -hmm. So I don't know whether they saw me and they're like, screw that guy. His podcast sucks. I don't want to play against him. <laughs> and they quit. <laughs> or it's somebody I played against before and they're under the vague impression that for some reason they thought I was good, which I, haha, I tricked you good. Uh, whatever the case, they quit or, you know, something happened and they just had to leave and they're like, oops, shouldn't have accepted that. Um, whatever the case, they quit. Or maybe they were mm -hmm. trying to do what we were doing. We're finding a group against their friend and it didn't work and I wasn't their friend. So they're like, yeah, I don't want to play that. So they quit and I opened the box and it's the other clue. I was like, what? There you go. Oh my God. <laughs> I literally didn't even play a game for this one. So I went in and turned in my reward because it technically counted as a win too. So I was mm -hmm. like, <clears throat> double win. Um, so I went from, and this is what I was talking about with the RNG. I went from getting nothing for 11 days straight to getting both the clues back to back. I would have had no complaints about it had I just had the first two days that were my last two days be the first two days. <laughs> it would have just been like, clue, clue, done. Like, no problem. Don't have to worry about it. But it's just that level of randomness is just, I don't like it. 
<laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. uh, your friend sort of rubbing it in your face by getting the clue <laughs> on their first try kind of reminded me of why you deserve it. <laughs> because you remember, I assume, is how you got the shield yeah, that I, I farmed for eight months <laughs> and I on Guarcanir <laughs> accidentally and rubbed it in my face on Tails. Yeah, that's valid. That's, so, that's, that is not a you, thing that didn't happen. <laughs> Eleven nays, you had my a shield. <laughs> my shield! <laughs> I was slowly turning into Zahn herself. Yep. Like, it's literally mm -hmm. becoming Zahn at one battleground at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So that was like my RNG situation. Um, since it's the new year, I was allowed to fix my character. I am back on the correct Ebonheart Pact Alliance, um, which Aww. is great to be home. Uh, there will be no more cursed Lotus of Dominion shit flying around. Um, or and now. also, I see. <laughs> and um, I also got to fix my gear so that I don't look like a traffic cone anymore with a go-go skirt on wearing a netch hat. Um, but, you know, i glad that all was for a good cause, but I'm very glad to have my character back to how I wanted. Uh, very, very pleased with all of that. Couldn't have fixed that much quicker upon the start of the year. So, wait, wait, um, wait. You are telling me you did not like the Matigon orange shoulders. I am saying that. Shots fired, Matigon. Just, just as he, he is in chat. Wow, Lotus. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's right. That's that is correct. You know what would make you know what would probably make me yeah no you know what would probably make me like him more uh, unmod me now so you know what you know what would probably make me like uh, like that color orange a little better Maddie if I uh, if you want to share some of that God Slayer with me real quick <laughs> so <laughs> you you share that with me maybe I'll readdress how much I like the color orange on my shoulders I don't know <laughs> um. But yeah, so I was very pleased to have my character back to normal. And uh, I had mentioned just off and on, not really anything super of note, but we've been started. I've been interested in getting into maybe doing some prog stuff again. I've had the itch. I miss it. It's fun. So hopefully between time and uh, teams and everything like that, I can make it work. We just kind of been running some random dungeons and stuff like that. And it's been fun to just goof around. Even just showing people the new hard modes that haven't done them yet has been entertaining. Uh, and it reminds me that I am super out of practice because I face planted on some weird stuff. Um, <laughs> and then um, the only other thing uh, before I mentioned my classic tales since the last show is uh, we'll find out tomorrow because that's what the shipping says. I had made reference to the fact that loot crepe keeps sending me loot crepe. There's another one coming. <laughs> Apparently, I'm getting a loot crate tomorrow. Jesus. I checked my payment statements. I'm like, there. Okay, first of all, I know for a fact I haven't paid for one of these things. Like, I am stuck on some type of weird loop, or they type in a credit card that is not mine. And if you listen to the show and you're getting charged and you're not getting these things, I am very sorry. I don't know why I'm getting these, or I can't. I literally can't figure it out. If if it's charging some account I have, I have zero idea how they have it. Because I've only ever used one card for the three crates I tried to get. And and for whatever reason, uh, don't 
stop sending them to me, I guess, because it gives me stuff I maybe, can give away. Maybe they are I... watching the show and they know that you bring it up like this every single time. Yeah. And they're like, so it's free like, advertisement. Yeah, just... free advertising, man. Just keep sending yeah. them the crates. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is the cheapest influencer marketing you can get. Keep him on the list. He's super confused. So he talks about it. Like, I have no... <laughs> fucking clue what's going on uh <laughs> or where i'm paying for it if i am paying for it but uh, apparently i'm getting the the, the the next loot crate tomorrow according to my email um so i i guess i'll i'll i i don't know i guess i'll some people have asked if i could do an unboxing for these which i guess i've never really done an unboxing necessarily i've sort of fudged it on stream but we don't really post the video to these anymore mm. So I guess maybe I could feebly attempt at like an unboxing video or something since people have mentioned that. Um, I guess if people would like that, I can try to do that because uh, I have no idea what's in these things because I haven't ordered them. <laughs> so <laughs> or at least I don't think I've ordered them. I don't really understand. But uh, yeah, so that's on the way. Uh, look forward to that, I guess. <laughs> Apology crazy. <laughs> I feel like there's people who deserve apologies from them more than I did from... <laughs> Some of the horror stories I've heard, Promethean included. Um, but what was I going to say? Uh, so that's really, that. that's the update on that. Um, but then since last show, I did do uh, another session of the Elder Scrolls to Daggerfall, which has still been enjoy, uh, enjoyable as well as frustrating. Um, the uploads are on my YouTube, which is just Lotus of Doom as well, if you want to check them out as I go through. I don't play anything off stream. And this time I was like, I think I'm high enough level to do the quest. And I was right. The queen yeah, was no can. longer disgusted. Well, I mean, she was still disgusted by me because my personality is a 12 <laughs> or 13. Everybody's <laughs> disgusted by me. But <laughs> rampant disgust aside, um, she was less insulting to what level I was because she was like, oh, you're level three. I guess I can give you a quest, you pathetic slob. And I was like, sweet. And I have to go check in on, I believe it's her mom in this castle. Uh, she's been getting the crazies and like literally like she's, she's supposedly losing it and mm -hmm. uh, acting very strange. So I go there and I'm expecting to walk into a castle and uh, oh boy, um, the map design it's a thing uh, in Daggerfall. I had mentioned this very convoluted 3D map, which you can turn in all sorts of different directions. And it doesn't, it fills in as you discover it. So it's not like you can just make up, but you don't know what you're walking into. It's a fun surprise. Um, and I start digging my way through this place, thinking it's not going to be huge. I was wrong. I was very, very wrong. It is massive. <laughs> it is comically massive. For some reason, it turns into, like, caves at one point. Uh, it is just... I am lost for literal hours trying to get through this place. <laughs> um, and my combat? Pretty decent now. Like, I, I'm... I may be a hideous monster in terms of personality. Like, I'm very shockingly unlikable. But mm -hmm. my combat's not crap. So I get some close calls, but I'm not dying the same degree I was in the other classics. It's just hard for me to ever get anywhere in this game because nobody wants to talk to me. <laughs> uh, Every single classic game you play, though, you manage to fumble a very specific aspect of your character. 
Sure Every do. single time. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure do. What was it during um, Battle Spire? You couldn't use any weapons. So I could only to use punch my fist. your way through. <laughs> I had to punch everything to death. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had no magic defense whatsoever in uh, Arena, which turned mm -hmm. out to be oh, right, real problematic yeah. later. Uh, and in this one, I'm an unlikable monster. Um, <laughs> And I managed to bumble around in this place for it, it, the the stream was about two and a half hours long, so it's actually one of the longer cuts for the videos. <clears throat> I've been trying to make them a little more watchable for people, which I've had good response to. Where it's less of like a stream that it's you're watching a stream that's a little more curated. I've done a little editing with them, not cutting stuff out, but just cutting out dead air so that it's just straight playthrough for people to watch. Um, people have said it's more watchable on YouTube when you miss the live stream, so. Good, I'm glad. Uh, I'll just kind of keep trying to do that. But uh, I find her eventually after just hours of being lost and bumbling around. And I finally find her. And she's <clears> speaking <throat> in sort of riddles, like just off the wall statements and stuff. And I'm like, there is got to be something more to this than uh, just her being loopy. Like that that can't be the only thing. Here's Here's a theory why she is loopy. Because she has, she is living there in, in that the, map. Yeah, that's her house. Day by yes. day. I mean, <laughs> and it's just degrading her mind. And, <laughs> and it was funny because chat again, uh, good mix of people who have never played the classics, who love the classics, have played the classics, whatever. Um, it's always a good mix of people who hang out with me for these things. And I love the fact that people don't spoil too much. They give me just enough if I'm totally stuck. They give me just enough of a hint to nudge me so that I can progress mm -hmm. like a little bit here. And I was like, there's got to be something more to this. And people in chat were like, yes, there is. For lack of a bet, we're not going to tell you what but there <laughs> is. And I took a picture of her dialogue with my phone so that I could reference it. And I was like, I feel like I need to know what she said specifically. And I start walking out and I'm like, wait a minute. I look at the map and the door with these like skeleton guards. I'd see exactly where it is on the map because the map's just this intertwining noodled mess. Mm -hmm. And the exit is like five feet away and it's on the other side of this door. And when I walked into the place to start with, there's this door right in front of you and it says password like and you have you have to type in a password and i was like i don't know what the password is like that doesn't i have no idea what the hell the password mm -hmm. is like i have no no clue but i was like i feel like that was probably supposed to be important and sure enough it was like okay well now i see why it was considered important because it's right like there like oh had i had this i could have just straight up walked into the room uh. and bypassed this entire place so on future playthroughs like way easier like it doesn't need to be quite this long um and actually it's kind of funny i did still have it on my phone so here's the here's the thing i'll give you a little this will kind of be how we close stuff up for the tales part this is what she says to you when you talk to her because i was unreasonably excited on stream when i figured this out mm. her response when you find her we are 
we are only like dead walls or vaulted graves that, ruined, yield no echo. Oh, this gloomy world, in what a shadow or deep pit of darkness, darkness doth womanish and fearful mankind live. How are Lysandus by his death? Oh, how came Lysandus by his death? In a mist, I know not how. Oblivion not yet come? Question mark. But really, question marks? Like... Shut up, my door, and keep out its gray skies. I'll move it nearer by a perspective, or make a glass that shall set all the world on fire upon an instant. I cannot sleep. My pillow is stuffed with a litter of porcupines. What? <laughs> I, That's, uh... I forgot the beginning of it while listening to the end of it. <laughs> I remember so that's what walls, she's... porcupines, <laughs> death, flowers. So, so, so that's what she says to you upon talking to her. And I'm like, there's got to be something to this. And chat was just like, yep, there is. She's she's not as crazy as she seems. And I'm like, okay. And I, I looked at it. And I walked up to the door and I'm like, huh. And I typed shut up to the door and the door fucking opened. <laughs> She literally tells you the password when talking about the door. <laughs> Amazing. And I was like, Freaking. holy crap, I actually figured out. And chat was kind of like, wow, you really pieced that together? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Well, here's the thing. You're slowly getting into the mindset of yes. early Bethesda developers. Right. You are, you are ever slowly... Yeah. becoming one <laughs> right I, I feel like I'm starting to get into the old mindset of these games which was the point of why I'm playing them completely clueless where mm. it's like no I'm not looking up builds no I'm not looking up guides to streamline this and I was so happy that I was like oh my god it is so whenever I have to go back there because people in chat were like oh man I hope you learn the layout of this place because you're going to be back here a lot and I was like oh god <laughs> and now I have straight up access in and out of that door it's super great and actually <laughs> to sigma is that a good or a bad thing both uh <laughs> yeah yeah it's very fun but at the same time i feel like we are slowly losing lotus to shiagorath's shivering eyes oh yeah yeah by the time i like, get through all of these especially elder scrolls adventures red guard ever slowly be... he is also becoming one with the mad god so <laughs> Which, honestly, early Bethesda developers, Mad God Shiagorath, kind of the same thing, if you think about it, so... Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If you just look at the games. But, um, but yeah, so that was, like, super exciting. I was really pleased. Uh, I've got to get another... I'm trying to find some more time so that I can play and uh, tackle some more Daggerfall. Because, again, it's it's... Unlike some of the other games, which I did enjoy, but I enjoyed more of showing what they added like what the series became out of them this one i've said it uh, so many times it's just this game is actually straight up fun it's mm. it's definitely dated it's definitely got some things that are rough to deal with but it it's fun like it's fun as well as kind of like you just got to go in with that type of mindset um and i also got a great tip from uh the youtube which uh i believe it's lull is uh 
their tag specifically uh or part of their name so uh shout out to you for uh kind of leaving a comment that i bought a wagon which is not actually a wagon in game people suggested oh if you get a wagon you can carry more crap and when you use it you go faster because the wagon isn't a wagon it looks like a horse (laughs) oh huh (laughs) it's just because there's one animation there's a horse animation so if you choose wagon there's only one animation for Uh... like one so it's a horse and they were like so they're actually a little different the wagon's a thousand gold the horse is three thousand gold and people in stream were like i always buy the wagon because it's way cheaper they mentioned they were like well actually it is way cheaper however the horse is faster it's it's it, oh and i was like oh okay they were like the other thing that was brought up is the horse you can trample people oh snap okay so i'm gonna get the horse and i'm gonna walk around town and i'm probably gonna ruin everything <laughs> because i'm going to forget that i can trample people when i'm distracted by quests and stuff yes. which will be fun <laughs> i like but, to see uh, this one yeah, but uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. Um, hopefully I can stream again soon. I'm also working on some more Dungeon Tales for people as I've had requests for the new dungeons as well as a couple others. We fell behind what with us kind of having a lot of combat issues and stability issues with the game. It's very hard to do videos without constant mm-hmm. screw-ups when I can't block or when the game crashes or all these things. We've had some people from the team kind of to step away for a while. So they are still being worked on. I haven't forgot about them. Um, and hopefully we can tackle the new ones to give people some storyline from the dungeons soon. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right. And well, I guess for the um, episode. Yeah, because obviously I do not have tales. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so this is our sort of comeback episode for 2023. Our short two-hour episode. (laughs) Yes, the short (laughs) two-hour episode. uh, One of the the classics. The one-hour, two-hour episodes. Yeah, that's the one. I don't even know why we say it anymore. (laughs) I mean, we believe it, right? Every every time. Every time time I believe we don't have too much to talk about. We really believe that it's going to be a short episode. Every single time we forget our own ability to um, just derail. Yeah, and make something out of nothing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so here we are again. I mean, well, 20 minutes of this is probably break. That's true. Which is not going to be in the edited version, but yeah. Right, with the editing, this will be probably a little over an hour and a half. Yeah. Because we'll also have the music added in. So yeah, I Mm. guess live show two hours, edited show. (laughs) It'll be a surprise what your number counter says on your podcatcher. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Um, but you know, we hope you all enjoyed this both live and recorded as always appreciate you all, uh, joining us live, keeping us company in chat. And as mentioned at the beginning of the show, once again, huge thanks to Zenimax online studios, obviously for working with us all these years, yep. uh, you know, bringing ESO to life so that this all happens. Um, to Robots Radio Network, obviously, who's now our partner hosting the um, show and everything within Robots Radio. Uh, and of course, UESB for yep. being absolutely amazing, being the guardians of the lore, and especially helping us with the whole Extra Life stuff. 
And we are looking forward to working with you all in 2023 as well. And bringing you several hour, uh, several hour long episodes um, in 2023 as well. First of which, we'll probably start with um, January 25th. Actually, which day is that? Is that Friday? No, that's a Wednesday. Uh, that's it's an like awkward a Wednesday. day. Oh, yeah, wait. Actually, we can record they designed it around after us. that yeah they designed it around us yeah to- yeah so i don't want to say we control the stream but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna strongly imply it even if it's wrong <laughs> yeah i mean gina did say tales of tamriel live once so which yeah, was hilarious a the best um, botch on the stream yeah, ever. yeah the amount of people who clipped that and sent it to us was amazing <laughs> um but yeah so january 25th uh that episode will likely be i will likely take off thursday for that episode so we can record without you know having a time limit Um, yeah we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there yeah um so lotus where can people find you and all the things that you do so it's pretty easy to find me i'm lotus of doom on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube and Hive, although Hive isn't quite as popular at the moment. I still got <laughs> it up um, just as an alternative. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. If I have an account there, I'm probably Lotus of Doom. And um, yeah, just if you're interested in any of the side stuff I do, feel free to check that out. I'm also a co-host of the Elder Scrolls Lorecast on Elder uh, on Robots Radio. So. Those are those are my side ventures. There you go, folks. As always, uh, do follow Lotus because he does weird stuff on his streams, including classic Elder Scrolls games, which are adventures to watch. Especially if you enjoy Lotus, uh, if you enjoy watching Lotus lose it. As for myself, I am Arcaneer pretty much everywhere. Um, I am mostly on Twitter. Um, I've been trying to use Instagram more, and I'm on Twitch under twitch.tv slash Quest. Well, I mean, I do have twitch.tv slash as well. That's my old account. I probably should do a name switch there. I don't know, but the active one is Arcaneer's Quest. I do game development uh, whenever I have the time uh, as I work on my actual, like, my own game. Um, and... Rain stopped for a second. Well, this is what happens once once 4am limit is reached. It's a little late for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, you can follow everything we do over at talesoftarmialpodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media and content. You can find the contact form uh, or you can just directly send us an email at talesoftarmialpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls Teams rewards in the process. You can also consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tarmiel, and we will see you all next week. Have a great night, everyone. See you later. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel in the heart. Of
was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell, and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic affused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong, then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost learned to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.